Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic You, the podcast. Today, we're going to chat about numerology again, because you have all been absolutely loving the numerology podcast. It's probably the thing that has gone off the most on our social media page as well. And you guys asking lots of questions and we can tell that you guys get so much out of that episode. So today I'm going to ask Brie all about how numerology actually shows up in other areas of our life uh, and how we can sort of interact with it in everyday life beyond just our own personal numbers. Because I don't think I don't think people really realise just mm. how much you can use this for everything. Yeah. And it comes up again and again and again, whether it's like angel numbers, everyone seems to know about those. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that until this moment just then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people don't realise. Oh, yes. oh yes. I never thought of it as a numerology thing. Yeah. What and like you know how people brain? are always like Oh, it's a seven-seven gate. Like that's obviously a numerology thing. Yeah, right. Um, or like you know, like or an eight-eight portal. Yeah, things like this. It's just like an amplification of energy. Um, mm, yeah. Maybe we'll park that one for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's it can, do it. It can come in everywhere. Yeah. So I think it's cool to do this episode and just bring awareness to how many aspects of your life it actually touches. Yeah. So amazing. Mm. So can you, just for a quick recap before we kind of start, because we'll dive into the um, day-to-day life things that numbers show up in and how you can actually use them in your life beyond your own numerology chart. Mm. But before we do that, can you just do a quick recap of what the energetic vibrations are of the nine numbers? Yeah, for sure. So quick overview when we're looking at the numbers, the one is the number of the masculine so that is our yang so that's all about being a leader showing up taking action Mm -hmm. Um, very independent number we've got the two which is the feminine yin energy they're polar opposites to each other Um, and the feminine the two is very soft um, very sensitive very intuitive number The three is all about self-expression and creativity. This is a very high vibrational number, the number of the childlike energy. Um, It's all around the throat chakra, that one. Then we've got the four, which is all around stability and grounding and foundations. These people are very reliable and the backbone of of, um, institutions and, and of families. We've got the five. These are our free spirits. The five is the energy of adventure freedom and variety of life so that's a very high vibe fun number 
Then we've got the six. This is the number of the nurturer. It's um, closely associated with Venus. So very, again, feminine, sensual, mothering, um, just like a very beautiful number. Then we have the seven. The seven is a very deep number. It's very analytical and very spiritual. So uh, we see that that number really holds vibrations in both the mental plane and also the spiritual plane. Then we have the eight. The eight is the number of personal power and abundance. When we see the eight, we know that there's a lot of karma involved in whatever's happening um, because it's got such a tiny little axis that it sits on. So a lot of karma comes into play because you can tip the scales really quickly on that one. So whenever you see the eight, whilst it is a very powerful energy, you need to be very clear with your intention and make sure you're um, taking action from a place of love and pure joy and desire. And then the nine is the number of the universe. So it's a huge number. It's all encompassing. It's full of wisdom. It's the number of the humanitarian. And yeah, it really is just like the embodiment of everything. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. So if you want to kind of dive a little bit more into those numbers, go back to episode five. That's our numerology podcast and we break those numbers down much, much more. So after this episode, if you're like, I want to figure more out about that stuff, yeah, <laughs> go back <laughs> and you can find it all there. Yeah. Yep. So I think what's really important to note at this point is just that once you know the, the foundation of each of the numbers, each of the vibrations, you can kind of take that knowing and use your intuition to adjust it to whatever everyday situation comes through for you. Right. So um, one of the examples is like house numbers. So say you live in a one house number. I do. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so that is the number of like, so it's like the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So it's really good if you're trying – so basically say, say you're looking to buy a house and you're trying to cultivate something in your life at that time. Looking at your house number can help you to bring in that, that manifestation basically. So when you've got a one house, it's actually really good for everyone that lives in the house to have their own space, to mm. feel like they can be their own person – that you do have the space and time to come up with innovative ideas, Yeah. for example. So if you lived in a two house, it would be really good for fostering and nurturing partnerships. It would um, heighten your intuition. Mm. If you want to have a really social house, you'd want to have a three, a three house because that's what that number holds. Right. So depending on what you're trying to bring in, look back at, that, at those numbers and you can really start to see how they have a direct influence mm. on what you're trying to achieve. And it's interesting, I was reflecting on this. I've lived in a five house. I loved a five house because it allowed you the freedom to come and go as you please. It like really moves with you. Right. It wants you to have like all of these adventures and freedom and things like that. And as a five soul number, that feels oh. very good for me. Yeah, right. And then it was interesting because I, when I was living in Sydney, I lived in a seven house and that was when I did my deepest spiritual work. Right. I had like so many breakthrough moments mm. when I was being held in a seven space. Wow. And now I'm in an eight space and I'm really starting to step into my personal power. That's cool. 
And so it's really just interesting. Like think back on all of the houses that you've lived in over the years, Mm. what energy they held and how you felt in those houses. And you compare them to your chart, Jimin, and see, okay, like I'm a life path number 11 too. Mm. So because I've got a double one energy, being in a house that has a strong one placement and I have a strong one placement in my chart, Mm. that's going to feel very aligned to me. Mm. I do love my house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So cool. And uh, I've only ever lived in one other house or two. Do you remember what energy? I feel like they were – the one I grew up most of my life was a six. And then I think the other one was a – was it 48? So three? Three. Yeah. Was that the house I would have gone to? That was the six. Oh, that was the six? Yeah. Ah, so the sixth house is like the ultimate like family home. Like everyone feels comfortable to be there. Oh, everyone would just hang around yeah. that house. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I, let the, I remember going there the first time and I was like, oh yeah, like I, it felt yeah. normal to be there. Totally. Everyone just, <laughs> yeah, and, and it hosted funny, lots so of different people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I lived in two houses growing up. Yeah. And both of them were... Um, six houses and oh, it wow. was the exact same yeah everyone just felt like they could call in yeah people never left. They had a place yeah everyone <laughs> had a place there yeah one person one time even actually tried to set up a tent in our lounge room what <laughs> like, one of my we know you friends. have a roof right? <laughs> yeah we're like what are you doing you actually but like everyone would just like come and yeah it's lots of friends were there always lots of mm. yeah good fun times there mm. yeah I love that mm. so yeah Guys, think, have a think about, yeah, what what houses you've lived in, how you yeah. felt in them, how they compare to your chart. Yeah. Because it gives you a lot of insight. Yeah. So cool. And I definitely relate to like the number one, like having to have your own space mm-hmm. in your house. Like I'm like, this is my room and this is what we do. Like, you know, this is my room for spiritual practice and devotion. Yep. And like, that's that room. Yeah. And we only have a three bedroom house. And uh, I'm like, oh, we're running out of like rooms for all the things because I'm, I'm almost like... I've got so many hobbies. How do I take over this other room for like this personal hobby? <laughs> so funny. You're like, Blake, we're going to need a seven bedroom I feel like house. Blake is like the the <laughs> yard. Like that's his... Blake's the yard? Well, like he... You get the deck doll. Well, no, not in like an intentional way, but I'm like, he doesn't have things like uh, like I do, I guess, of like I need a gotcha. particular space mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the kitchen for sure. Oh, doesn't let me nice. get into that space very often if he's there. <laughs> I love that view. Yeah, it's I pretty cooking. It's pretty great. I love cooking though, so it's like oh. a it's a do, weird do thing. Do I want my devotion space or the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take my space of devotion. Um, he's definitely the kitchen. So right, it doesn't have to be like closed off spaces. No. Ah, yeah. Or oh, he's kitchen and laundry for sure. I have a <laughs> I have a husband that is definitely not like a typical husband. Just so we're all clear on that yeah laundry Shout dead set I've just yeah, yeah wow that makes sense yeah yeah like everyone has space to flow everyone yeah. can do their things and just yeah oh yeah so like if you are living in a share house yeah. living in a one share house would be ideal because even though you're living with people everyone's got everyone still feels like they have their own space to right. be that's cool mm. Mm. I love that. That's a cool thing to think about. Yeah. So then we got up to three. Was that, did we? Oh, you want me to go through? Oh, you don't have to. We can. (laughs) 
because we've got a lot of things that we're going to chat about. So maybe kind of like figure out what your house number is and then yeah. go back to like what Brie was talking about at the start and then figure out, yeah, use your intuition kind of as you were saying of like how that makes sense in the house that you're in. Yeah. Because I, I think, think like – After you've heard a few examples, you can kind of work out how it relates. Yeah. Yeah. So what about uh, a nine just for funsies? Mm, nine's an interesting one. Mm. Nine houses, they're very they're I feel like they're the hardest to interpret because uh, the nine everything the nine absorbs whatever's in it. Oh. So it's almost like an amplifier. Right. So it's it's quite interesting because when when as a numerologist, when I look at house numbers for four people, I look at you and your life path number in association with the house number and see what your relationship number is with the house. Mm. And so because in numerology, no matter what you put with a nine, you're going to get the other number. So if you do nine plus six, you get, it's going to add up to six. Oh. If you do nine plus two, it's going to add up to two. Nine plus nine, add, yeah, right, okay. So if you think of it like that, no matter who walks into that house, it's going to pick up on that person's energy oh. and reflect it back and give you that experience wow which is so nice. that's quite nurturing is it it can be yeah unless you're out of alignment and then it holds you in that you're out of alignment that place. Ah. so you really have to be very intentional with your energy in a nine house wow mm. so fascinating yeah mm-hmm. that's cool that's a good shout out saying about the nine. Yeah. The rest are pretty like straightforward, but the nine's like. Felt the pull to outlier. ask you about that Love one. It. Love <laughs> it. So what are some other ways that people can, uh, let's say in business, for example, like a service-based business, mm. what, how can you start to sort of bring numbers into mm-hmm. making business decisions or like mm. even pricing things, for example, mm. for services? Yeah. So the pricing one's. Interesting. And just business in general. So there's a few ways you could use numbers for business. It's when you're pricing things, whatever intention you're wanting to generate around that offering, you really want the number that you price it at to align. So I'll start like, so the nine is an amplifier and it's also the number that associates with Aries. So we see in everyday life, people putting 99 at the end of things. What it does, whenever you put a double digit next to each other, it instantly amplifies that energy. And when you say double digit, do you mean like nine and nine, three and three, four and four, not just like one and four? Yeah. Yeah. So whenever we see a repeating number, that that energy is amplified. So because they've kind of worked out that nine is the number of taking action, it's aligned to Aries, which pushes us forward because it's full of fire. Right. If you look at things on, that are anything that's on sale, it's always like $110 and $100 and or 99 cents. It's yep. always 99 cents. There's always 99 cents. Yep. Because the 99 subconsciously asks us to take action. Wild. Yeah. So that's a really interesting thing. So if you're trying to prompt someone to take action, 99 is going to be the strongest pull. Right. But if you're just trying to amplify energy around a business product, then it's really cool to look at what energy and what intention you're setting for that service. 
So, for example, I have a friend who is pulling together a package and it's going to be a blend of all of her services pulled mm-hmm. into one space. Yeah. And it's really going to be a very healing service, but it's also going to be very creative. Mm. So she landed on a price that has 3-3 three, three in it. Yeah. Because the 33 is the master healer number, mm. but it's also a six energy, which is very nurturing right. and it's very creative. So that vibration is going to set the intention for what the service is and it's kind of going to set up that energetic platform for that offering before people even get there. Right. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah, which is really interesting. And just so intentional. Yeah. Like it's not just a random number. Yeah. It's like there's a whole energetic match Mm -hmm. sitting there, which is so cool. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like sometimes when I'm pricing things, a number that might seem, you know, fine, sometimes it's like, oh, you feel like a block almost putting out your offering with that number Mm. aligned to it. Like it's really strange. And like once you just – you get it. When a certain number feels right, you just run with it. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It can be such a tricky thing. I actually had someone I mentor last week. She's like, what do you think about like these pricing options? And I was like – think they're great do you want to see what they add up to (laughs) love it yeah and it's yeah it's it's super cool because it makes you just feel like there's a little bit more substance in pricing something than just Mm. a dollar value yeah because people are paying for much more than a dollar value as well Mm. I mean energetically yeah and like how you said it's going to help subconsciously people already step into that vibration Mm. is really nice yeah it's Mm. really it's really beautiful to really sit with that do you mm. mean and like be like okay great like do you mean like if you're you you know you're offering a teaching service mm. so you know that seven is the number of the intellect nine's the number of the teacher and eleven is the number nine. of the spiritual teacher yeah which is your life path so do you mean any of those vibrations are going to feel really good mm. you know obviously the eight is the number of power and abundance so if you're really trying to push something forward and on your power and do you mean like Mm. embrace that abundance do you mean for yourself and for your client do you mean if you're trying to generate like an abundance of love happiness health wealth Mm. for yourself and for your client then obviously that's going to be a really powerful number two to bring in and so is it not just about uh is it also about what the total price adds up to like say if it's Uh uh-huh yeah yeah okay so if you can be like as good as you can at like getting lovely energetic vibrations in there and then making them like add up to a really beautiful number as well. Yeah. It's pretty powerful, I would yeah, imagine. Definitely. So like, for example, it's taken me a long time to work out how to price my offerings. Mm. Um, even though I've known this because it's finding, yeah, what feels right for me and actually accepting that price. Yeah. But even once I've kind of worked it out, I'll always double check the mass and what it actually adds up to and I'll tweak it slightly if I need to to make sure that that vibration yeah. feels good and looks good because it's a not only a spiritual and energetic thing, it's a, it's a psychological thing too and we're naturally more drawn to certain numbers. That's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> yep. I mean when you see something on sale for like $54 compared to like $99, I'm probably going to buy the thing that's 99 Completely. I mean, they both add up to nine though, right? But it's just, it feels like a better. Yeah. It's, and you can feel it. Like you, you notice that. 
And I'm starting to notice that like when I buy things, I'm like, am I buying it because I want it? Or am I buying it because the energetic <laughs> vibration of it feels good? <laughs> and I'm like, I know what they're doing here. I know this. I see you. <laughs> I see you putting your nines in there. I don't need it. <laughs> Where I got coffee out this morning. Today. <laughs> uh, shout out Villa Lane. They have like a massive warehouse sale and at the moment, by the time this podcast comes out, they will not. So soz, <laughs> if you missed that. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I was like, oh, look at all like the numbers and it's like something I'm very aware of now. It's funny too, because people just do it. They don't even know really Exactly. Know why. Because they're like, I'm attracted to this number. Like this feels or looks lovely. Yeah. And I think really what people are tapping into is their intuition mm-hmm. and they just don't know that that's what they're doing. Completely. Yeah. How cool so is good. that? <laughs> so like notice, like I think- putting this in action when you go shopping next groceries like literally anything mm. notice what things you're more like drawn to to buy especially things on sale I think mm. because they make them on sale at a very specific price Completely. for a very specific reason yeah. even I think like oh 30% off sometimes feels a bit nicer than 40% off do you know what I mean yeah is that a weird thing <laughs> is that just something that's weird about me <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like you were saying, often when things go on sale, it's often a repeating number. It's like mm. 55, 55, 55. Yeah. Or like doing, and we see that repeating number mm. come through. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I love it. Mm. It's so good. And that kind of j- draws into the angel numbers a bit, right? So yeah. Like knowing the foundations of numerology, like so many people see a number and they feel like, Shit, like I need, what does I it need mean? to Google it yeah. to know what it means. But actually, if you know the foundations of numerology, then you can take the foundation, blend it with your intuition and really start to pay attention as to what were you thinking about when that sign came through, this angel number came through, and then blend it with the numerology. Mm. Like know what it's trying to tell you because then you're going to get a much clearer message from your angels from that number than if you just Google it. Right, totally. Because I think Googling it also just takes the power away from you. Mm. And that's what that's not what angel numbers or these signs are meant to do. Mm-hmm. We can't Google our way through that. It's supposed to be getting us to be like, hey, tap back into your intuition. Like you're on the right path. Like what's actually yeah. happening here in that moment? And as soon as you go, oh, I'm going to Google what 1111 means because I just saw it, you're now tapped out of your power. Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's a really good thing what you said like, what were you thinking at the time that that thing showed up? Yeah. Mm. Or like if you've asked for a sign for a specific situation that's happening in your life and then the number comes in, do you mean now you've got these two things that you can blend together? Mm. Do you mean you can really see, okay, how does this situation align with this specific um, number that's come through for me? And you can sort of be able to work out the message for yourself. Yeah. So as an example, I don't know if this is going to be like one that sort of makes sense, but let's say you're thinking about like, oh, should I like sign up to this course or should I, you know, do this? And you see, well, this is actually something that happened to me. Mm. I was a long time ago when I signed up to my first Ayurvedic course, I was like, oh, should I do this? Should I do this? And then I was like, I'll just ask for a sign. Mm -hmm. And the repeated number four kept showing up Mm. and... I don't know why, but that to me was my sign. That's beautiful because the four is re-establishing your personal foundations and right. setting yourself up, giving yourself the solid foundation you need mm. to build the life that you want. 
Ah. Oh. So your angels were saying, yes, if you do this, you're going to cement your new foundation. Hmm. That makes sense. Which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. So like often we'll see, say you're um, arming and ahhing about a relationship, like mm. is this the right business partnership, you know, um, anything to do with relationships. Obviously like the two is very connected to relationships. So say you're like, um, I need a sign, is this the right person for me? Mm. And then you see two to two or like four twos, you're like, great. Do you mean that is a spiritual partnership coming through? Right. Yeah. So cool. Mm. So what about in terms of like relationship numbers? Mm. Like two people obviously have their own life path number and now they come together. Do they end up with a relationship number? Absolutely. Cool. This one's really fun. So if you, again, go back to episode five, listen to how to work out your life path number, work out your best friend, your mom's, your your kid, your business partner, your colleague, your partner, everyone. Yep. Once you know each other's life path number, then you add them together, just the last digit. So yep. you wouldn't use the 11, you'd use yep. the two if you're a master to number 11. Yep. Um, so if we were doing Holly's and mine, Holly's a two and I'm a six. So together we would be an eight relationship number. So this is literally perfect for a business partnership because it allows us both to step into our power and to build something mm. like really big, something bigger than ourselves. And yeah. Hello, Cosmic You. Yeah. Hello, Cosmic You. <laughs> Which by the way, we figured out what our relationship number was before. Actually, I'm sure you figured it out well before you were like, yeah. am I going to do this with <laughs> this chick or not? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like that's really helpful. And so I've been doing a fair few couple readings lately. So cool. And it's, it's been so powerful because people all of a sudden can see not only each other reflected mm. at a soul level to each other, but they're understanding deeper what their power is as a couple and what their ch- and then also what their challenges are as a couple. Mm. And when someone can just sort of guide you towards that, yeah. it just it just feels easier. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. Work out for everyone that you can what relationship numbers there are you have with different people and then start to feel into those. Like think about do you mean if you have a six connection with someone, it's going to feel naturally like they're your family, even if they're not. Say you like have a, a friend, you meet and you meet a new friend, and yeah, you're a right. one life path number. There are five. You've got a six relationship number. Instantly, you're going to feel really at home with them. You're going to feel very nurtured by each other. You're going to have this beautiful connection. But the challenge might be that um, you could bring out this like perfectionist tendency in each other. Right. Mm. Gotcha. So you could nitpick each other a little bit. Yeah. So if you've got a one connection, for example, the one's interesting because it's like um, the number of the sibling. So it's like because the one likes to be independent, it's sort of like this feeling of um, I love you one minute and I need you around and then next minute like I need you to be away from me just like siblings, like it's like this push-pull. Yep. Um, So, yeah, lean into that because – It'll give you a lot of insight into, um, yeah, your connections that you have in life mm. with everyone. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I love that so much. 
And so for people, let's say they're like significant events in their life that, you know, a date, want mm-hmm. like adding that up to a certain number. Can you talk a little bit about, yeah, those significant events like say picking a wedding date or, you know, a launch of a business or a launch of a website or an offering, mm. how like vibration of those numbers show up in that way? I love looking at this mm. and it's really interesting so, when I was planning my wedding, obviously I was very aware of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pick? <laughs> but we just kind of had to have this date. Yeah. Because, you know, venues, vendors, blah, blah. Anyway, I was like, it was a seven, which is like trust issues. <laughs> but it could also be spiritual partnership. Right. It could go either way. So, I was like, it's going to be great. I'm just going to like go all in on the spiritual front. Like, <laughs> Forget can, about the other I side. I can bypass the challenge. <laughs> false. False news kids. Doesn't happen. We can't bypass <laughs> any challenges in life, sadly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, whenever you have a significant event, a launch, anything going on on a certain date, looking at the energy of that day and also how your life path number connects to that day is going to be really significant. Mm. It's going to tell you, say you say you're having like a 21st birthday party and you want it to be really high vibes and fun and everyone to like get on board, you're going to want a three energy, a five energy, something mm. that's really high vibrational. Like the last thing you want is to have a four energy, a seven energy, something that's heavy. Yeah. And people are like dragged down by it. <laughs> so fascinating. Uh-huh. So say you want to like hold like an intimate like women's circle that's really nurturing. Mm. Having it on like a six day or a two day where people's people feel like their intuition's heightened, that they can connect deeper to other people or feel held by that six energy. Mm. Beautiful. So nice. Yeah. I find it really fascinating because when we got married, obviously our wedding was po- postponed because we got married during COVID. Mm. I don't even remember what the original date of our wedding was anymore. I was trying to think about it the other day. So I don't even know what that number was. But the number that it ended up being on, which was literally, I think, the only day available and it happened that all of our vendors could do that day. So it just happened. My life path number is an 11-2. Mine and Blake's relationship number is also 11-2. And the date that our ma- we got married was an 11-2. <laughs> I was like... When I worked that out, I was like frothing hard. Yeah, I was like, no wonder it all just like feels so aligned. And then I'm like, poor wild. Blake, he's not an 11 too. I'm just getting like all of the energy. <laughs> like, thanks for coming along. On yeah, the thanks journey, for coming babe. on my ride. <laughs> but yeah, I remember when I added that up, I was like, whoa, that's wild. Just phenomenal, hey? Yeah. I'm like, phenomenal. thanks everybody up there. <laughs> Honestly, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I love like... So many times, like, like for example, like every month you're also in a personal month within your personal year, within your pinnacle, Jimmy. Like it's like this funnel of energy. And so like you're looking at this whole thing, right? And I love when people come in for readings and they're like, oh, yeah, I was thinking of booking a holiday for August. And then like we check their like energy funnel. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be in a five-month then. Mm. So it's perfect for travel. And I'm like, yes, girl. Like, you it's kind of it. showing that person is, like, aligned to their intuition. Completely. Just, like, listening to those little nudges. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because we do have all these little nudges in life and we're like, oh, like, should I go do that then? And sometimes you're like, oh, why do I feel like I want to do that? Maybe it's because there's this energetic vibration going on underneath it all. Mm. Not maybe. 
there is. There is. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like really tapped into that, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just learning to trust it, I guess. Yeah, totally. So That's good. The, the biggest learning of it all. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess like to wrap it all up, that's probably like we, you can keep going and going and going with this, but yeah. no matter what comes in in your life, just have a look at what energies around it. What have a look at what signs you're given. If 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 you keep seeing repeating numbers of like like one seven nine, do you mean like what does that add up to? Yeah, you know, like what's the energy of that? Just really start to build your awareness of the core nine numbers. Because once you have that foundation, you can start to adapt it to everything that's happening in your mm. life. So amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So let us know what your house number is. Oh, that could be a bit <laughs> creepy. <laughs> you don't have to do that. <laughs> don't tell us what street you live in. <laughs> Just accumulating all this data. <laughs> but let us know what resonates and uh, if you kind of start going and putting that out in the world. Mm. Yeah. I'd love to hear like what what elements you pick up and yeah yeah as you reflect back on everything do you mean like significant yeah. dates and stuff like this yeah and I think like it could be really cool because we um when we asked you guys on our Instagram page what your life path numbers are we saw a lot of like similar ones yeah. which was really cool so I'd be interested to see other things in your life if we've got like a similar mm. if there's like a collective vibration that's kind of like happening in our community as well I think that'd be really cool to see yeah love yeah. me a pattern oh yeah we love patterns here. love to figure out Tell everything, everything. <laughs> <laughs> be as private as you like yeah <laughs> we respect your boundaries totally well thanks okay. for tuning into this episode guys we'll see you again soon <laughs>